Hello, this is Testimony Talk. My name is Jalen, also known as Dr. J, and welcome to another episode of this amazing podcast. Now, let me tell y'all about the foundation scripture of this podcast. The foundational scripture of this podcast is Revelations 12, 11. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And this podcast, the main goal is to share your story. Um, you all have the, We all have the same story. God saved me from this. God's impacted our lives in various ways, and I just want to share it with other people. So give me a few minutes, and I will bring on the guests for today. You could have walked on the side. We just said you walked in front. Are you recording? Yeah, just a tad bit. I can edit it, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just testing the sound. <laughs> so... So today's guest is my sister Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, okay. So I understand you've been on quite the journey. Like, how did you start, you know, with your relationship with God? What was your background, Coach Tommy? Like, where did you come from? How did you meet the Lord? What's the origin story behind this amazing man of God who stands before me? Well, um, I started ministry at the age of 10. Uh, Mom had me in church. I love going to church. Church was a sanctuary for me. But it was probably 20, about 27 years old when I really answered the call to be a minister. And after that, I began to go to my father's church uh, and uh, got the foundation of teaching. And from there, I became an elder. From there, a pastor outreach. And then it just, it just, it just went on and on. So I've been doing ministry about 20 years now. Uh, I love the Word of God. I love the, the, what God does on the inside to affect the outside. I love how he has gave me my identity. He has shown, shown me my authority. And he also let me know that I have a responsibility to uh, lift his kingdom up on high. You mentioned identity in there. What was your identity like before you met Christ? Like, what were you doing before you got, say, or rather rededicated your life? Man, I didn't know who I was, man. I was trying to find uh, my, one of the definitions that, that, that I had in my head. Define man. Define man. And I went to a pastor, and I asked him, I said, could you define what is a man? And so he took me to a few scriptures, and I began to understand my identity through the scriptures. And, and Jesus Christ became alive in my life. Uh, at that time to understand that I was created in his image. Uh, I was uh, wonderfully made. And uh, the big, biggest thing is that when his word says that, you know, uh, I knew you before uh, you entered your mother's womb, that means God already knew me. You know, so I started looking at God through Jesus Christ for my identity, authority, and responsibility. And I believe because of that, it gave me the mindset to deal with my insecurities uh, because I was told that I would never amount to anything. I was told that I was no good. I'd be just like my daddy. Uh, I was told that that I was dumb. Um, it was just it was it was crazy, you know. And then you know to live a life uh, where you've been rejected and neglected in your life for so many years and not dealing with that. So now you become a people pleaser. So I found myself trying to just please people, please people. 
And they didn't understand the reason why I was doing it. I was doing it because I never wanted anybody to feel rejected or neglected like I did. So I loved them with the love of man instead of the love of Christ, which uh, unfortunately backfired on me. Because had I been loving people like the love of Christ, I would have gave them what they need, not what I thought they needed. <clears throat> now, I understand your relationship with God has affected you in multiple ways. How has that specific relationship with God impacted certain relationships like friendships, family, or even marriage? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, with me, uh, I believe it would be more of dealing with relationships like for us, you know, of course I've been uh, married before, things of that nature. Uh, and one thing that I can say about my relationship with God, that as I matured, matured in the things of God, it has showed me what I needed actually in my life. I made bad choices in my past, um, not saying those individuals was bad, but but it wasn't good for where I was going, uh, you know, and, and what I needed in my life. Um, um, but I thank God for maturing me in him to know what is a kingdom marriage, um, what type of person do I really need in my life. And I, what, what was surprising to me is that what I thought I needed was not there. So I started asking the question, God, what do I need? So I prayed. Uh, I asked God to show me, you know, what I needed. Uh, and he gave me exactly just that. The totally, everything that I thought I needed wasn't what I needed. What I needed is the wife that I have today. Okay, so you were definitely married before. So before your second, uh, before the new wife came along, the one that you needed, how did you walk through that process of like knowing I'm in this relationship, but I feel kind of off about it? What was some of the um, red flags or, or signals that were going through your head? Like what were the thoughts that were just going through? So I believe you asked me my prior relationships, right? Yes. Well, one of the things that I asked God, I said, God, show me where I am off, you know, like, you know, what part do I play in the past relationships? You know, I had to look at myself, and that was me maturing in the things of God. Because you could blame, you know, your your wife or your husband all day long, but at the, at the beginning or the end of the day, you have to look at yourself. And I had to take full responsibility that that's what I chose. That's who the person I chose. And whatever I chose, I had to deal with everything that came that came to me, right? So when I matured uh, and got close to God, you would have thought things would have got better in the relationship. Mm -hmm. They got worse. Oh, wow. What? They got worse. They got worse. And I could not understand why. But what God was doing was allowing, allowing things to unravel so that I could be closer to him. And because of that, I was, able to be, I was able to walk away with peace, all right? Uh, and I did it by the Word of God. I did not do it without the Word of God, meaning that, that things had to happen that gave me ground to know that now I can move on, right? And now, because I'm mature now, now I understand what it's all about. And what it's all about 
is that God want men of God that say they want to be husbands to understand that what I think I need is what I is not what I need. Is what he says what I need, right? And it's not it didn't look like what I wanted. It didn't seem like what I wanted or needed or anything like that. But when I prayed, when I prayed this time, I was more patient. I was more long-suffering. I waited, something I, I haven't did in the past. Uh, I had a good support system at DLC, um, great people. And now I'm in a marriage where, you know, everything is not peaches and cream, right? We have our, you know, our trials and tribulations. But she's still there, and she's still fighting with me. And because of that, now I know that I'm in the kingdom marriage. Can you give an example of, of like, things like, hmm, how can I word this? Can you give an example of things that a kingdom marriage is not supposed to be? Like, what are some of the things that you thought you needed that God told you you actually didn't? Because there might be someone who's going through this right now. They might be in a relationship and they're thinking, I found the one. But then next thing you know, they're like, uh, something ain't feel right. You know what I mean? What are some of the things you thought you needed? <laughs> That's so funny because I thought I needed somebody just like me. Somebody that, that had to drive like me, that knew their purpose and all that. Uh, and some of that was true, but the other half wasn't. Uh, my wife, uh, we are probably totally opposite, right? It's things that she likes to do, like jumping out of a helicopter that she want to do that I wouldn't probably never jump out of a helicopter, right? Uh, but one thing that my, I, I love about my wife, that she has, she knows her purpose. She loves to minister the Word of God. Uh, she loves family. Um, and she loves supporting things that really make sense, Right? So she's not in the catering business to me. You know, uh, I, thought, I thought my wife was supposed to cater to me. You know, so I thought my wife just supposed to be, whatever I say, she'll do it. You know, you know no, 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 no. There's my wife I have, she is like, hey, you know, we in this thing together. So I thank God for that. I thank God for the fact that, that my eyes are open to understanding that marriage looks different for everybody. And it's a learning process. I learned my wife. My wife learned me. We compromise in the middle, and we grow together. That was really good. Hmm. Um, did you ever feel like... Okay, so earlier in the episode, you mentioned something about insecurities, how, how you were being a people pleaser and all of that nature. What could you say is insecurities because a lot of us we have insecurities we know what they are but what what could you say is your definition of an insecurity and how did you get over yours well insecurity i think plagues a lot of people right um i suffered from insecurities uh even right now uh i have insecurities that was placed on me that i wasn't aware of so i, I so i have to deal with them um one of my insecurities was trusting people. Uh, my lack of trusting people has always been heavy uh, because I've been lied to on so many levels uh, from a child on up as being an adult. So I always expected people to lie to me. I just always expected that. Uh, never could trust anybody. Uh, loyalty uh, from others was not strong. Um, 
So, you know, insecurity, the way I start looking at insecurities, insecurities are created, right? And when they are created, it leaves you in a low self-esteem state, right? Because you don't, you, because you're, you're thinking about stuff that haven't even happened or something did happen. So now it's making you feel like somebody cheated on you or you know, no matter what it is, they lied or whatever, or, or they were verbal or physical abuse to you or whatever. That's, that's creating insecurities, right? And then the other thing is it's insecurity that we create in ourselves. So a lot of things came through my generation that got on me that I had to deal with, you know, because nobody ever told me that 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 um, um, that um, that I would never be rich. Nobody said I wouldn't be rich, you know. They just said I was dumb. Hmm. So because I because somebody said I, that I'd be dumb, I felt like I'd never be rich. Well, that was me. Hmm. See, so so insecurity is always created. And it's, it's sad, but we have to deal with that because if we don't deal with that, we'll begin to uh, make other people, we'll, we'll begin to make other people feel like they're making us insecure, right? Um, some of it can be true, some of it may not be, but we need to be aware of our own personal insecurity and own up to it and work out those insecurities. Amen, that was powerful. That was powerful. Do you have any... Um any words of wisdom? I know you've been spewing a lot of words of wisdom, but um, specifically towards my listeners, those who are watching, they might be, they might just feel a little stuck. Okay, they're, they're stuck in life, relationships, or, or stuck in their job they don't want to hear. Like, amen to that. So, where can they find you? I understand because you have just you've uploaded a lot of words of wisdom that can be deep dive into so so much more. I understand you do like a consulting um, business. Where can they where can they find you at? And what's the vision about your business? Thank you for asking. Well, uh, everyone know me knows me as Coach Tommy. I am a certified life life coach and consultant. What that means is that uh, I walk alongside people uh, that are stuck uh, in their life, no matter what it may be, uh, dealing with insecurities, uh, dealing with marriage issues, dealing with divorce issues, dealing with children, dealing with job situations, uh, just person development in itself. And what, what I do is um, um, you can come to me, and you know, I come to you, I come to your organization, and I'd be glad to do workshops, uh, individual consulting, uh, on where you want to go in life. And maybe if you don't know, my job is to help you through the way. Not to tell you what to do, but help guide you. Move you from immobility to mobility is what we do. If you want to find me, you can uh, find me on the website, www.resetconsultingfirm.com. That's www.resetconsultingfirm.com. And you can um, um, go, go on the site and hit uh, that you want to be one of consultant to get in touch with you. It will actually be me, and uh, we can set up that time with you. Um, and then the other thing, you can also reach me, email uh, at um, info at resetconsultantfirm.com. That's info at resetconsultantfirm.com is email. 
And if you just want to drop me a line, a text, you can, t- you can call me at 901-356-5761. That's 901-356-5761 if you want to drop me a text. I look forward to talking with you, and I am here to get you from immobility to mobility so that you can breathe and have air. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing me some of, some of your experiences. Amen. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you, sir. Before we end the show, um, this is for my listeners. Maybe you don't know this Jesus God or the Lord or the Holy Spirit. or Maybe we just don't have a relationship with God in general. This is part of the show where I offer you that. So if you could give me a quick brief moment of your time to allow me to say this quick prayer and just repeat these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe that you are risen from the dead and that you are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the loss, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. And I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Okay, you can stop repeating. And I just want to say congratulations. You just accepted the call to Christ. And you are now a member of God's lovely, beautiful family. And your journey with Christ starts right here. So, I just want to say thank you for all my non-believing members who just repeated that short little prayer after me and became believers a few seconds ago. I can now call you a brother slash sister in Christ. Please share this podcast with a friend. And um, now let us continue towards the ending portion of today's episode. And that concludes another episode of Testimony Talk. Thank you guys for all your support. And be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know. (laughs) And stay tuned for the next time we upload. All right. Later.